Welcome to the Decatur Christian Fellowship Podcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that God encourages and ministers to you through this message. Praise the Lord. Good to have you this morning. Praise the Lord. So we're trying to keep things short a little bit where you can get to your family functions today. Praise God. So we'll have you out of here plenty of time. Glory to God. Did everybody get, uh, all the adults get an umbrella? If you didn't get an umbrella, raise your hand and we'll give you one. Praise God. Our gift from the church to you. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. God is good all the time. I think so. <laughs> and all the time, all, all is good. God is good all the time. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, you, know, as, you know, today we celebrate, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus, our Lord. But you know something? Jesus was born, you know, he was born to die. When he came to this earth, he knew he was going to die. A horrible death. But, uh, you know, the first Adam lost everything. Amen. But the last Adam gained everything. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, uh, you know, there's uh, several reasons that I found throughout the Word of God that uh, uh, the, the reason that Jesus came to this earth. Amen. In Luke 9, chapter 9 and verse uh, 56, it says uh, uh, this, uh, that the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's life but to save them. Amen. A lot of people think that God's the problem. God's the one's doing all the, the problems. And you've heard me preach this a million times, you know, about how that, uh, how that people accuse God of everything. You know, somebody gets run over by a car, somebody has a, a heart attack, somebody, something bad happened to them, they blame it on God. Amen. But Jesus came to, to save man. He didn't come to destroy man, but he came to save man. Praise the Lord. And uh, so... And he came to save us from our sins. That, to, uh, that, that kept us out of fellowship with God. So we, we, he saved us from our sins. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and he's redeemed us. Redeemed us from the curse of the law. Praise the Lord. So Jesus came to, to redeem us, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 4. So uh, to, to redeem us from the penalties of our sin. Glory to God. You know, and a lot of people think that, you know, I, I know a preacher one time that was... Uh, he uh, real, lived a real love, rough life. He, I mean, he, he was an alcoholic, a womanizer. He was just terrible, uh, led a terrible life. And this was when I was in the denominational church. And, uh, you know, he, you know he, he would preach that all the, his health problems, everything he was going through, all those things were a result of that. And he, God was punishing him, uh, you know, for those things. You know, that's the farthest thing from, from the truth. Amen. Farthest thing from the truth. And uh, uh, Jesus, he didn't come to destroy man, but he came to redeem man. Praise the Lord. And so no matter what I've done or what you've done in the past, it's under the blood. If you've, if you've been born again, it's under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Those, uh, th th those sins are not held against you. Amen. You're free from those sins. I don't care what you've done. You may have robbed a bank, killed somebody. Amen. Those things, if you've repented, ask God to come into your heart. Amen. You're forgiven. And people say, well, Brother John, you know, I've done these things. I've told the Lord a thousand times, you know, I wouldn't do this and didn't do that. And then I ended up doing those things. But the Bible says, there's a passage in the, in the Bible that says that, uh, you know, the disciples asked Jesus, well, you know, uh, if I offend my brother, should I forgive him seven times in a day? You know, and Jesus answered and said, no, seven times 70. So that's 490 times that Jesus told uh, the, uh, the disciple that we must forgive those that have wronged us, 
Amen. And God's bigger than I am. Amen. God's bigger than I am. He, he's, I mean, if he's told me to uh, uh, you know, forgive except 490 times, how many times does he, he, can he give? Amen. He can forgive more than that. Amen. He wouldn't tell you to do something he couldn't do. Amen. And, he, and he's told us, praise God, amen, that your sins are clean. You know, the Bible says we confess our sin. He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, if you've been cleansed from all unrighteousness, that means there ain't none left. Amen. That means ain't nothing left but righteousness. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are righteous by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Praise God. And so it doesn't matter what you've done. If you repented, and God will turn life around. We've all been done things that we've been ashamed of. We just haven't done those things. Amen. But that's under the blood. Praise the Lord. God doesn't hold that against us. Hallelujah. So, you know, people say, well, why couldn't he done that, all these things from heaven? Why, why didn't he do, all, you know, all the miracles and everything that he did, the, you know, and, the, and the, the, uh, fulfilling the law and doing all Why couldn't he done that from heaven? Because he was a man. Amen. A man, man lost it and man had to gain it back. Amen. So everything that Jesus did, he did as a man. He didn't do it as God. Amen. He did it as a man. He uh, redeemed man. He as a man. He healed as a man. Every miracle that he did was a man. He did it as a man filled with the Spirit. Amen. Praise God. So, uh, so the, the Spirit, you know, and, and Jesus said, whatever you've seen me do, amen, you can do also. In, in John chapter 14, amen, whatever... Whatever that I've done, amen, you can do also. Praise the Lord. So that means the, the power and the authority, and that's not something else that he's given us. Amen. He came to restore man's authority in this earth. Go with me real quickly to the book of Genesis chapter 1. Chapter 1, I'm trying to hurry this morning. And uh, in Genesis chapter 1, praise the Lord forevermore. Uh, Genesis chapter 1 and verse uh Yeah, verse 30. And to every beast of the, of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, the earth, the, uh, the earth wherein there is life, I have given every herb, uh, given every herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw uh, that it was good, and behold, that, that's not the, 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 where am I going here? Anyway. This is talking about Adam and Eve, yeah, verse 28. And God blessed, God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that, that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I've given him, we'll go back up to 28. And he says that he's uh, given them dominion in verse 28. And subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing upon. So one thing that, that Jesus came to do is restore our authority. Amen. He's given us authority over all things. Amen. Amen. So that's why animals are afraid of human beings because we're, God made us to have authority. Amen. And you, you need to use your authority, especially against the devil. Amen. Amen. I, I can do all things through Christ. Amen. Why? Because he's with me. Amen. Praise God. Well, I got authority in this earth. Praise God. You need to take that authority. Amen. When you're fighting the devil, the devil doesn't have any authority over you. You've got power over the devil. Amen. So the Bible says in 1 John 3 and verse 8, uh, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. 
Amen. Well, what are the works of the devil? Amen. It said, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Well, the works of the devil, number one, sin. Amen. But, but sickness and disease. Amen. Sickness and disease is the work of the devil. That's not God. God doesn't use sickness and disease against you. That's the devil. Amen. And, and you need to recognize that. You know, one of the greatest days in my life was when I found out that God wasn't my problem. Amen. Amen. The devil's a problem, and he's come to steal, to kill, and destroy. Amen. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. So he wants us to live in the abundant life. He took back everything that the devil stole uh, through Adam, took everything back from him, or restored it to mankind. But we have to take authority. Amen. It's not going to fall on you like, uh, you know, ripe cherries off of a tree. You have to take authority. Amen. Take authority of what God has given you. Amen. And stand up to the devil. Amen. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And over the years, I've had many people, you know, to have me to come and, uh, you know, cast demons out of their house, to buy a new house or something. And I'd, they want me to come and cast the devil out of them. Oh, I'm, I'll have, I'm happy to do it if i got the time to do that. Amen. And there's no devil bigger than John White. Amen. Amen. There's no devil. And so I've gone to houses that I really believe that they were, uh, you know, full of demons. Amen. One time I, I went to a, a house and, and they said, it's back there in that back room, you know, and, and so they took me back to the room. They wouldn't even go in the room. And I walked into that room boldly. You know, and I could feel the presence of, of the devil in that place, the presence of the enemy. I mean, goosebumps began to run up and down my, my spine. Amen. And, uh, you know, things would begin to happen and you just take authority over that. Shut up, devil, in the name of Jesus, come out. And he has to obey. Amen, he has to obey. And, you know, it don't take three days of uh, fasting and praying and, and, you know, and seeking God, amen. We, we, we've got it right now. Look, look, look at your hand right there. Say, these hands have power to cast out devils. These hands have power to heal the sick. These hands have power to get wealth in this earth. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's the truth. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we've been given that authority. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so he's, he came, Jesus also came to introduce us uh, to God. Amen. Because, see, everybody has their opinion about God, what God is like. You know, before I got saved, you know, uh, my grandfather was a primitive Baptist preacher. And, you know, and, he, I, and I can still see him to this day. You know, he's just a... Angry man, seemed like all the time I had full of white hair, and his name was Enoch Enoch White, and uh, and we were all afraid of him, amen, you know because he was brought that you know persona in, into the place, and one time that me and my brother he was three years older than me, we were we got in a scuffle out in the yard was wrestling over a, a cardboard box, amen, I don't I don't know what we were fighting about I guess. But I remember it was about a, a, a cardboard box. Amen. Here come Grandpa out. And he just picked up a stick. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying a hickory. I'm saying a stick. He picked up a stick and started beating me with that stick. Amen. We took off running, you know. But, uh, the, but the thing was that uh, that was my persona of what Jesus was like, what God was like. I thought that was God. You know, and who's, who's uh, the famous artist who got the picture of a man reaching down to God, you know, and they touch like that right there. 
Amen. Well, I was afraid, I, that's the way I thought God was, an angry, gray-haired man. Amen. With a stick in his hand. If you messed up just a little bit, he's going to hit you with that stick. And that's the way I thought God was. And Amen. Until I found the, out the truth. Until I started reading the Bible. When I began to read the Bible, I found out that God is love. Amen. God is love. And he, that's, that's one reason that, that Jesus came is to show us who the Father was. Show us who the Father is. Amen. And He's love. Amen. And, uh, you know, not, so I've tried to be that example to my children. Amen. That when they look at me, they don't look like at an old gray-haired man that's got a stick in his hand. Amen. But he, they might look at a gray-haired man that's maybe got a $100 bill in his hand. Here you go, son. <laughs> Amen. Because they got a good papa. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, but God, God wanted us to see, uh, see him like he really was. That's one reason that the Jews had so much hard, had such a hard time against Jesus and when Jesus was walking the earth because he brought on a different whole image of what God looked like, amen, to the Jew. And that's what the, they, they tried to kill him over that, amen. They did kill him over that because he said he was the son of God, amen. And the Bible says, where is it in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2, you know, it, it says there that, uh, uh, Beloved, uh, does not appear what we shall be, but we know when he appears, we shall be like him. He said, because I'll say, now are you the sons of God? But it does not appear yet what we, what we shall be like, but we know when he appears, we'll be like him. Amen. Beloved, now are you the sons of God? The Bible says that about you. Amen. Now we're the son, sons of God. Uh, so praise the Lord. And he says that it does not appear what we, shall be, what we shall be, but we know that when he appears, we'll be like him. Praise the Lord. But you, you can meditate on that a whole lot. Amen. Praise God. People say, you, you're trying to make yourself equal to God. I didn't write the Bible. Amen. The, the, this is what the Bible says. Praise the Lord. So, so he is the expressed image of the Father. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So do you ever, you know, uh, when people talk about calamity or destruction, a lot of times they blame it on God, you know, but they, you never hear them say that about Jesus, do you? You, know, you never hear them say, well, Jesus, Jesus uh, you know, caused that wreck or Jesus caused that, but they'll say God did it to teach him a lesson or something like that. Uh, you know, uh, but, uh, but my mother did blame Jesus, you know, when my brother got killed in a car accident. And uh, uh, I worked down in Jasper, and we lived at Addison at the time. And, and uh, and so I got a phone call one afternoon, and Sheila said, you need to come, come home quickly. You know, they found your brother dead. You know, he was in a car wreck, and they found the car went off a bridge, and it was way down there, 40, 50 feet below there in that little creek. And they said, you, she said, you need to come home. And so I jumped in the car and came, came home. And, and, you know, and I had my mother and father lived in uh, Coleman at the time. And, and so, uh, so I, I wondered if they had heard about uh, nobody told me, and so... So we got in the car and went to Coleman. And uh, so I had to tell my, tell my mom and dad about my brother getting killed. And so they were at the neighbor's house. And uh, so they were playing real cards. And, and I went in there and I told them, I said, I need to talk to you. So they came out and, uh, and I took them aside and I told them what happened. Well, mom just, I mean, she just, she just went bananas. You know, it was the first time any of our family had died. And uh, so, and so we, we got her over to the house and, Got her to set her down at the kitchen table. We started calling people and telling them, you know, relatives and stuff. And, and so uh, anyway, so uh, but mom was sitting at the table and she keeps saying, you know, why did you take my son? Why did you take my son? Dear God, why did you take my son? And he said, Jesus. Why? Started blaming on Jesus too. 
You know, so Jesus, why did you take my son? You know, just over and over and over again. You know, and I couldn't take it anymore. And I got her by the shoulder and said, listen, Mom, listen, listen, listen. God didn't take your son. The devil did that. The thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus is not a thief. God is not a thief to straighten her eyes up and, you know, uh, you know, shuck her head a little bit. And she said, really? And I said, yeah, really. The devil did that. God didn't do that. God's a good God. So she settled down for about five or six minutes, you know, until somebody came in, another relative came in the door, you know, and everybody's having a fit, you know. And here she's right back in the same mode. Mom, you know, why'd you do this? Why'd you do this? Why'd you? And I knew it was a helpless cause. You know, she went to her grave believing that God took her son, took my brother, amen, for some reason. Amen. But she knows the, she knows the difference now. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. God's on your side. Amen. Amen. And we'll never be denied. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So God is a good God. Hallelujah. See, they have a wrong, most people have a wrong perception of God. Amen. But he's come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And the Bible says in 1 John uh, uh, chapter 3, verse 16, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So Jesus came that we might have everlasting life. Amen. And not only life, but have it in abundance. And John 10, 10 says, amen, live life in abundance. So I know that our best days are ahead. And it's something that we celebrate Christmas by giving gifts to one another, and it's God's birthday. I mean, Jesus, you know, it's Jesus' birthday. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we ought to be giving to Him. We ought to purpose in our heart. It's going to be my best year ever. Amen. That I give of myself to him. And I'm not just talking about money, but I'm talking about giving of yourself. Yeah, I'll work in the nursery. I'll do this. I'll do that. Amen. Give, give God a, uh, a good birthday present. Amen. Praise God by doing something for him. Praise the Lord. So this is a great holiday that we celebrate. And it's not all about the little fat man with a beard. Amen. It's about Jesus. Amen. Jesus and what he's done for us. You know, and people will look at... Uh, you know, talk about Jesus living in the manger and, you know, because there was no place in the inn. That's why he was in the manger. It wasn't because he was broke. It was because there was no place for him in the inn. Amen. The Bible says that. There was no room for them in the inn, so he had to stay. And the next next thing was in a stable. And the stable was a cave. It wasn't a, wasn't a thing. It was a cave. I've been there. I've, I've seen what they think is the cave. Amen. Amen there. So it was a cave. And so uh, it wasn't because he didn't have any money, because there wasn't any room in the end. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus wasn't clean. Cool.